Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Gloria TP5 from Resurrected for a Reason. Now, I'm going to ask you a simple question, maybe a question that you haven't heard in a while. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? Did you get enough sleep? Did you pay your bills? Did you actually rest last night? You know, really, truly sleep through the night and not wake up a few times. A lot of you may be thinking about why, why, why would you bring this up? You know, this year is a new year. But last year brought a lot of commotion, disruption to many people, including me. And if COVID hasn't affected you in some kind of way, you must be a miracle human being or something. Because seriously, I have made a list to myself from a few weeks ago and wrote down the different issues and different problems and things that I need to solve and do on a regular basis. And then something came up, a phone call. I put down the list, attended my phone call, and then I looked back at the list. And then I had to go to the grocery store. And then I had to look back at the list. And then I had to go pay a bill. And then I had to get back to the list. You see what I'm saying? Do you see a pattern here? Today's lesson is don't run from it. Do not run from it. Because it's going to find you wherever you are. I don't care if you hop on a plane, take a bus, even walk down the street. You think that walk is going to block out what you have to look back at when you get back home? And look at that list or that mental list or physical list? You know, finances, COVID, loss of a family member, school, marriage relationships, goals, faith, forgiveness, what do these things have in common? They are all problems we have to face in our own lives. We want to avoid them. Some run and hide. Some place them on the back burner. Some of us pretend that they don't exist. Sometimes we just want to crawl into the bed and cry, hug our teddy bear, or maybe close and lock the door and scream at the top of our lungs. If you're feeling overwhelmed, feeling trapped, feeling like you're trapped in your own thoughts, your feelings. If you feel the words in your mind when, when you pause for a minute. What is going through your mind right now? In my mind, I'm thinking, what in the world? How can this be happening to me? Seriously? I've done what I had to do. I've done what I was supposed to do. I prepared ahead of time. And yet, things just keep coming, don't they? You solve a problem, and then here comes another thing. Somebody does something, and then you have to fix it. 
a bill was sent at the wrong time and yet you got to pay the the overdue fees that don't seem fair does it well you know what when you solve those problems it makes you much of a stronger person you know and the first thing i have to say is you really have to look at yourself and ask yourself did i have control over that can i have control over that you know think about it i mean really take the time to think about it you know you do not run from your issues your challenges whatever you may call it you must face them because you know your body can take but so much you must think about how in the past have your body has your body reacted to an overwhelming of problems did your body break down did you break down mentally physically spiritually Think about it. I know it's hard to think about, but think about how did you handle things in the past? Did you avoid them? If the answer is yes, that's why I'm making this episode. You cannot run from your problems. Do not run from your problems. And I'm not just talking about problems now. I'm talking about problems that have maybe have happened when you were little. Whatever trauma, problems, whatever... You didn't, you, you, you pushed it away and said, I'm, I'm not ready to deal with this right now. I'm not ready to deal with this. I'm not going to deal with it. And then a year passed by and another year and another 30 some years, 40, 10, 20 years passed by. And then something comes up. And you ask yourself, why am I handling this this way? Where am I running from? something like perfect example a lot of females i see have went through trust of men or for boys trust of a female those who live with you those who surrounded you at school work wherever did something happen that made you believe or your body reacted to it and said, oh, I can't trust this person or that group of people or maybe a building. Maybe you had an incident happen at a church, maybe a school, maybe at work, maybe just walking down the street. Say, for example, perfect example. I remember when I was at Howard. There was a park near the school that I didn't really feel too safe about. It was near the school, not in the school. And it was a place where people did drugs. And I didn't know that because it was my first year. My friend let me know. He said, that's the crackhead park. I'm like, what? The Crackhead Park. Okay, nice name. And he's like, no, seriously, I don't want you over there. Because I thought I could go sit there in the park bench and read my book for class. He said, no. So now, when I crossed that way, or saw it, my heart would jump. 
Because I knew oh, I couldn't trust to go there because this and this would happen. Or maybe something happened to you at school. Maybe something happened to you in a dorm that you didn't tell anybody. Or maybe you had something happen to you as a child that you tried to tell someone but they wouldn't believe you. And you had to deal with that for how many years? And then when it finally came a surface, you didn't know how to deal with it. That's the whole point of this episode. You have to face your problems as they come. Do not put them aside. Do not try to forget them. Do not put them on the back burner. And what I mean by that is if you have to work that day, yes, deal with your work. But as soon as you get home, deal with that stuff. Because it builds up. It builds up and it manifests in your body and creates problems in your body. Stress, headaches, migraines, nausea. Neurology issues in the brain. The way you function as a person individually. You know, you have to face it. You must take a minute and ask yourself, what and who is my support team when you are dealing with this problem? You know, think about who you have in your circle. Who can you dial up at this moment and know that they will be there for you by text, by phone call, by Zoom meeting? Because at this time, at this time and place, COVID is out there so they might not have the ability to come see you physically but do they pick up the phone do they talk to you on whatsapp can i do a facebook live between just you and them who in your circle can support you can you dial up go to your phone go to caller's list or contact list Now look at that list. Is there at least five to ten people on that list that you can call your support team? I'll wait. All right. So are they people you can call on? You know, really call on? Like if you called them at two in the morning and said, I had a seizure. Come bring me to the hospital. Or something happened with my brother. Can you come pick me up? Or maybe it's just as simple, I have no food. Can I borrow 50 bucks to buy some food for the week? You know? Can you do that with the people you know? And if you can't do that, you got to remove and add people on your list. Believe me, I've been through it before. And I'm here to give you some tips on how to help you deal with your problems. Just a few tips off my head. The first thing I would think of, take some time to truly think about your achievements and your challenges you have gotten through. 
Think about the problems in the past. How did you get through them? Did you wait to the last minute? Did you have the right people? Did you pray to God? And I know a lot of people will say the first thing you should do is pray to God. I'm giving tips of my experiences and God is involved. Take some time to truly think about how did you deal with it in the past? Did you deal with it on your own? Did you have a support team? Was God the head of your support team? Because I know there might be listeners out there who are not Christian. And I respect everybody on this listening to my podcast. But I find that, you know, many a time when I decided not to go to God first. It didn't always shatter. But I didn't get exactly what I needed. And when I needed it, you know, it took a lot longer for it to heal, for it to, you know, what I mean by heal is the hurt and pain, the anger and frustration, all of that. At this time in my life, things that I used to worry about, I don't worry about at the level that I used to worry about it. Or I just don't worry about it at all. So, when dealing with problems, you have to think about the past and think about how you dealt with those same problems. And if you keep doing the same thing, you'll get the same results. And as hard as it may be to look back, you must think about it. Even write it down. You know... I am in that as we speak. Last year, 2020, has been one of the most challenging times. And there was two things I would say. Two things I would say. You know, I found the quiet spot in my mind where I could pause. And I made a list of things in my mind. You can also write it down too, but... Personally, I wouldn't write that down. I would probably find a diary or something and put it down. Don't just put it on a piece of paper and then you forget it's there. And then people will see, you know, your business. And some people are very private people. And I'm a very spiritual person. And as time went on, you know, one minute after a minute, I asked the Lord for guidance in his direction. And as I prayed, I asked for significant, specific things. I asked him to re-reveal. Really re-reveal. Yes, re-reveal. Because <laughs> sometimes God reveals something to you and you don't see it. That's what I'm saying. Re-reveal. <laughs> to me, his love for me. His knowledge and wisdom. True forgiveness. And what true, true salvation was. And from that day on. Things I see to worry about slowly began to be less and even eliminated. And secondly, so the first one basically is take a minute, think about your closeness with God. What is your relationship with God? And those are the things that I asked for because I was frustrated. I couldn't figure out what to do. Didn't know who to go to. 
then a lot of people will say, go right to God. At the time, I wasn't as close to God as I am now. And I asked him to reveal his love to me, his knowledge and wisdom. What was forgiveness? How to forgive somebody? And what was true salvation? I prayed for those things. And God has shown it to me through many people. And secondly, you need to share your goals and challenges with your support team. They can help you reach your goals. Face your challenges and move to levels maybe you never even knew existed. You know? And that is so true. Like, when you have a team... Like, say, for example, you have a counselor. It might be a spiritual counselor. It might be a rehab counselor. It might be just maybe a counselor... For me, I have an epilepsy counselor to help me through um, my condition. And if I feel I have any difficulties, I even have a support group for my epilepsy, uh, for my, uh, my challenges, you know. And when you tell your support team what you're dealing with, what you had to deal with in the past and you still haven't faced it, they're there to help you. Face them, deal with them, and move on. It might take a day, it might take a week, it might take a few months, maybe a few years. But you're going to get over that hill with your support team. And a support team, a lot of people ask, what is my support team? For me, number one, God. Number one is God. Because he put the air in me every day to breathe. A lot of people say, you believe in God? Yes, I believe in God. Because I would not be here right now talking to you. I would have been dead long time. I would have been dead long time if God didn't exist. Secondly, are there any family members you can truly trust to be on your support team? Are there any friends you have? That you can just pick up a phone and say, hey, I'm dealing with this. I need your advice. I just need to talk today. And then if you go to church, some church members are legit. You know, they really are on your side. They're not, you know. One thing I hate is people saying people who go to church are hypocrites. I know I'm not. When I say something, I do it. I don't say one thing and do another. So I'm going to keep bringing that up because it's been coming up a lot in the news about church people are hypocrites. And there's no such thing as a church people, church person. Because people always say, oh, you're too churchy, Gloria. You're this, you're that. Well, you can call me whatever you want because I'm not responding. (laughs) I honestly think Church saved my life. Bible study saved my life. Praying saved my life. Connection with God daily saved my life. And it's keeping me alive. Okay, so after God number one, your family, your friends, your counselors, 
your friends who attend church or maybe on Zoom, maybe Zoom Bible studies. Um, maybe your neighbor. You know, it's up to you how, how you add people and places to your support team. Because I have a lot of people on my support team. It took me a few years to actually build that. I didn't just automatically have a support team. Because a lot of the people I had, I thought I could depend on. I couldn't. And it hurt. It really hurt. You know? And I realized, you know what? I actually asked God to reveal to me who I should keep in my life and who I shouldn't. And he answered. And a lot of people will say, how do you know the voice of God versus the devil or Lucifer as they call him? There are a lot of ways, but that's not for this episode. I will make another episode for that. But it's up to you who you let into your circle, who you allow in your circle, who you pay attention to, who you take instruction from. Who you follow. And I'll say this. Never take instructions. From someone. When you see their life. They're crumbling. Why would you take advice from that? I'm not saying at the moment they're crumbling. I mean their whole life. Was just a big mess. I wouldn't take advice from that. I really wouldn't. Because if there's no positive outcomes, what makes you think the advice they're giving you is going to be good? Because I've seen it happen. People have crappy lives doing things they know good and well they shouldn't be doing. Hanging out with people they shouldn't be hanging out with. Saying things that they shouldn't be doing and being two-faced in the long list of bad negative stuff. Why would I take advice from that person? I don't care if they were a friend, family member, whatever it was. Could have been a pastor. As long as I look at your life and I don't see no positivity, guess what? You ain't going to lead me to destruction. You know, you ain't going to lead me to that. So do not run from your problems. You can take a step back, you can pause, you can press rewind, but do not fast forward before you figure out your problems. Sometimes you don't understand what your problems are, and that's also okay. You can talk to a friend, family member, a counselor, a person you truly trust, and maybe they can help you make a list and figure out how to solve them. But the first thing is admitting that you have a problem, a challenge, a goal, a wish, whatever you may call it. Write those things down. And when you write those things down, you can see, oh, wow, wow, I didn't know that. Or, wow, you know, sometimes you just don't know you have a problem until someone actually tells you. Say, for example, say, for example, You're a negative person. Say, for example, every time you wake up in the morning, you're miserable. You're angry. 
you're frustrated, and nothing but negativity comes from your mouth. And then somebody tells you, you too negative. Why is it that every morning you have something negative to say? And you sit there and be like, well, dang, I didn't even know that. At one point in my life, that was me. I wake up angry, mad at the world, wasn't trying to deal with nothing or nobody. I ask myself, why me? Why do I have epilepsy? Why do I have this? Why do I have that? Why don't I have a job? Why this? Why that? Why, you know? Big bubble, a big huge bubble of negativity. And then at that point in time, I said, you know what? I can't run from me. You cannot run from yourself. And at the time, I had a lot of things bottled up from childhood. And I wasn't really allowed to express my anger or disappointment. Everything was just ignore it. Put it aside. Let it go. This I'm like, let it go. <laughs> you know what I've been through. And a lot of people out there probably saying, I've been through it too, girl. I've been through it too. But guess what? It's one thing to go through it. But you have to deal with it. No matter how it hurts. No matter how angry you get. No matter what you got to deal with. Because when you get through it. And you see. The rainbow. When you see the gold at the end of the rainbow. Your life changes. And it makes you a stronger person. Because a lot of people call me, my friends tell me a lot of things that I didn't even realize they saw in me. And you know what's funny? The other day, I was talking to my mother. And for those who don't know, I think I found my husband. I really do. And God will allow it to happen when it's supposed to happen. But my mama said to me, we were watching, I think, A Different World. And uh, there was a couple who wanted to get married. And there was another couple who was breaking up. And I was like, you know what, Gloria? You can get married if you want. I'm like, why are you looking at me all of a sudden talking about marriage? I'm like, uh, mama, <laughs> really? Uh, I ain't trying to get married right now. <laughs> I need to get myself together. You know, got to get yourself together. And then I was watching the Cosby show and Denise got married to a man in the army. And when she got home, her parents didn't know she got married and she told them, and she, her mother was like, you're married? Da-da-da-da. She's like, yeah, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, it was like it kept repeating. And then another friend of mine said, you know, you're wifey material. And I'm like, wifey material? Uh, what is that? <laughs> Honestly, I know how to be a best friend. I know how to be a girlfriend. 
but I don't really know how to be a wife. Because a lot of my friends are not married. A lot of people around me are not married. The only examples I see of marriage, really, is one or two of my friends and TV. But TV is not real. So where do I find that example? I have to ask God, show me how to be a wife. Show me how to be a wife. And you know, most of my life, I never thought of marriage. But when you date a man who changes that perspective for you, that is really something special. And God will bless me when the time comes. And I'm sharing that with my podcast friends. God will bless me time comes. And regardless if we're married or not. Honestly, it started out as a problem for me. Because I was like, I was so used to being alone because of my health condition. I didn't believe that this man truly loved me. I couldn't believe it. I don't know if I wanted to believe it. Because I was so used to being alone. I didn't like it. Being alone. But I felt that my condition. Forces some people. To feel that they have to be alone. Because no one can understand their problem. But you know what? I went to Epilepsy Toronto. And they turned my life around. I went to Pastor James, Walking Truth Radio. He turned my life around. My friend Janine, my friend Aza, my friend Natasha, Axel, Marthusa, um, Uncle Paul Taylor, his father. There's a lot of people who changed me around. My friend Marcia. A lot of people change that perspective for me. And now I'm a different person. And you know who I can thank for that? The Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Like, whoa. I never thought my life would turn around so well. And also, I'm going to share this with you. Someone in my life. Who I never really got along with. Came to me and said something. I never thought I would get an apology from him. And I did. And that changed that relationship. I thought I would never ever talk to him again. And I prayed to God about it. I took a pause and rewinded. And asked myself. Why is this happening? Why did it happen? How can it change? How can God be involved in this? And it changed. And someone in my life that, let's just say he lived a corrupted life. And God asked me to help him. God asked me to help him. I was like, uh, excuse me? You done picked the wrong person for that, Lord. 
Because I ain't about to mess with that. But you know what? I mean, this other person in my life, like double my age, we never had a good relationship. And it wasn't someone I dated. It was someone I knew very well. And let's just say a lot of the things he did was against Christ's rules, against the Bible. And it's like, I feel like God has asked me to help him by praying for him, being positive towards him, even though everything that he did and everything that he was, was and is Lucifer. I could see it. But you know, People change when they feel they have no choice. So, I prayed about it and I put it on the back burner. So, there is nothing wrong with, I know I said it in the beginning, don't put it on the back burner. I did not put it back, I did not put it on the back burner. What I did was, uh, God sent it to me, I realized it, I prayed about it, I put some things into action. And when I felt I couldn't do anymore, with God's guidance, I let him have it. You know what I said? I said, God, you made him. I prayed for him. Now you fix him. <laughs> you, you made him. Now you fix him. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Oh my God. Like, why are you giving that responsibility to me? You know what it did? It trusted my forgiveness. It trusted, it, 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 wow. Like, I'm still flustered because I still have to deal with that person every day of my life. It tested me on my faith. It tested me on trusting God. It tests me on forgiveness, being positive, and Right now, I want to be like, oh my God, God, why'd you give this to me to deal with? You know, some people, and even God, they see things in you that you don't see in yourself. And then you don't see it, and you're like, you feel you're not capable of dealing with this. You feel you are not capable of 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 letting it manifest in your brain and be able to actually find solutions. But you know what? Also, through three of my friends, Pastor Aza, Pastor James, and Janine, they all said to me, God always has the power to know who can do what and at what time. And that you must trust him when he gives you something to deal with. When it finishes and it's done with and you didn't refuse it, you dealt with it, you prayed for it to get through it, you become stronger than before you had to deal with it. You see what I'm saying? So you became stronger after you had to deal with it and you God shows you something through every single struggle 
every single problem, challenge, goal, wish, whatever you may call it. And problems will come and go. Problems will come and go. They will definitely come and go. I know I said it four times already, y'all. But they come and go. But guess what? If you don't deal with it, it's going to keep coming back like a doorbell. Ding dong, I'm here. Ding dong, I'm here. I'm going to keep doing that till you open the door and deal with me. (laughs) You know, those annoying people that come to the door, you don't want to deal with them. It's just like a phone. Bill collectors, scam artists, they keep bothering you. Why? Because it's it. Press the thing and block the number, man. Block it. For real. Block the number. I'm not saying don't pay your bills. Pay your bills. But don't. Those scam artists, let me tell you, I got three calls yesterday. And I got an email talking about, what's this? You know what? I'm not going to even say it. Because there's so many different scam artist numbers and all that or whatever. And I call them an artist. Yeah. Artist. Scam artist. (laughs) Because they actually study how to do that. That's ridiculous and evil. But anyway. So when you deal with your problems, it will only build you up. It will create more strength in you cause you to learn a lesson not only cause you it will give you a lesson a life lesson maybe something you never even thought of you know a lot of us have issues financial issues relationships and a common one the vaccine shot the vaccine there's different types there's different ones so All I say to myself is, okay, am I going to get the vaccine? How much do I know about that vaccine? What are the side effects? You know, think about those things. And at that, with that also, we all are experiencing financial issues right now. On different levels. Some people might not be uh, suffering at all. But first thing I think about with financial issues is you got to look at your bills. I know you don't want to do them, but you got to do it. Got to figure out how much money do you have and how much money do you need? That's important. And don't round nothing off. Put the exact number. You know, there's government assistance. In Canada, there's... ODSP, there's Ontario Works, you can network, you can go on your phone and go to those job sites, make sure they're legit too, make sure you look up those companies, make sure you don't find out they're frauds, you know, seriously, because I've been through that already, gotta update your skills and your resumes, you know, talk to people, maybe someone in your support group. Maybe someone at church, maybe someone 
in a previous office, you know, and then common one, relationships. That's another problem that we deal with. Everyone is dealing with some kind of relationship. It might be struggling. You might be struggling with your relationship with the Lord, with a parent, a sibling, a friend, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, a neighbor, an employee. You know, there's so many different relationships. And when you deal with the first thing you need to deal with it, first thing you need to ask is, Am I in a relationship? Or are they, they are a relationship. Is it a relationship? Is it a friendship? Is it just a person who you associate with? It's still a relationship, but you have to figure out what level of relationship you're on. It depends on who, who you're dealing with. Do you believe the same values, same morals? Are you the opposite? You know? And then think about the dilemma, if there's any dilemma. Are you, is there miscommunication? Are you not willing to listen to the other person? You know? Do they wish the best for you? Are they working against you? Are they toxic? Are they disruptive? Are they positive? Are they nurturing? What are they? I feel the most important relationship is your relationship with the Lord. When you begin to understand the love of the Lord, His promises, His mercy and grace, His miracles, when you make choices in keeping and leaving or creating a new relationship, it becomes easier to make decisions. You begin to ask God, is God in this? And even with the problems and the challenges that you have, you need to say, is God in this? How do you know? You ask the Lord. You ask Him to reveal Himself to you. You must ask Him to reveal Himself to you. Know. Ask Him. That's what He's there for. And God never gets tired. God will never block you from talking to him, you know. God is waiting for you. And a lot of people will say to me, well, Gloria, me talk to the Lord, you know, nothing happened yet. Guess what? I've been there. And you know what the first thing you need to do is? Repent. What does that mean? Confess your sins. Get up on your knees and pray. Confess everything. Everything and anything. When you confess. Your prayers. Your prayer journey. Becomes easier. It becomes wider. Meaning. Think about this. You walking. You stand up right now. Close your eyes. Think about yourself in a forest. Green trees. The soil. Everything. And there's no pathway. And you're asking Lord. How am I going to get through this forest? Guess what? You close your eyes. You get on your knees. And you repent. Alright? 
Repent. Get on your knees. Confess all your sins. And think of it this way. Every time you confess a sin, there is a pathway cleared for you to get to those prayers, those blessings. God loves you regardless. But if you don't acknowledge what you've done, It ain't going to happen. It might happen. But it will take a long, much longer time. Sometimes you don't get what you want. Why? Because you think you can do whatever you want. And God will forgive you. God has his limits too, you know. That's why things happen after a certain time of you keep doing what you're doing and you know it's wrong, but you keep doing it. And then when something happened, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. No, you knew it was coming. You just wanted to see how long the Lord will let you do it before you get punishment. You hear me? Good. So, make sure you say, Make sure you say, when you're dealing with problems, is God in this? And if you feel he isn't, you ask him to be in it. Ask him for help. Ask him for knowledge and wisdom. Ask him to reveal himself to you. Alright? Reveal himself to you. In specific ways that only you will see it. Because if you're around people who do not believe. You can't follow their wisdom and knowledge. If you want God's wisdom and knowledge. Buy yourself a Bible. Join a Bible study. And you know what? I suggest. That. You. Join. Pastor James Walking Truth Radio on Spotify and on Facebook Live on Tuesdays. So his Bible study is on Tuesdays on Facebook. And every day he has messages. And on Sundays he'll have his sermon on Spotify. It's called Walking Truth Radio. Amazing messages. He works miracles, you know, seriously. Because when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to go downstairs and me, I cook my breakfast after I've already eaten my breakfast in my room. I go downstairs and help my mom cook for her and everything. While I'm washing the dishes, I listen to his thing, you know, and someone... That is so against the Bible. Heard it. And you know what happened? The negativity that usually come out of his mouth in the morning didn't. That's a miracle in itself, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm serious. So, in conclusion, make sure you look at yourself. Write down those problems. Write it down. 
detail, line after line after line. There's different categories in your life, you know. There's the social side, the financial, the physical, the mental, the social, all of that. Write the different categories down and write down your, your problems if you have any. And if you don't have problems, write down your challenges or your goals or your wishes. And then pray over them and ask God to help you. Help you give knowledge and wisdom so you can handle it. You have to handle it, you know. Because if you don't, guess what? It manifests in your body. Take over your body. It takes over your mind. The way you sleep. The way you eat. The way you talk. The way you take in information. And then after that. Just wait upon the Lord. Wait upon Him. Keep praying. But He will. He will answer. Because. <laughs> I've seen Him answer prayers of people. Then I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. Really? You know, God will amaze you. He will surprise you. But you must take the first step. You must take the first step. Alright? So pray over it. Write details how you're going to deal with it. And don't forget about your support team. That is so important. And if you have to take people out of your life because they're not good for you, remove them. Alright? Mentally remove them. Stop calling them. Stop talking to them. Stop asking them things that you know will have a negative response. Seriously. I'm not joking with you. See my Jamaican accent coming out. You have to hear me. Alright? Good. And last, you really gotta ask God, is God in this? Every time you do something, is God in this? If it's, you know what I say to myself now? If it's not kingdom, then I want it. If it's not kingdom, then I want it. You hear me? Seriousness. Because Lucifer... Is a sneaky little devil, you know. He likes to creep into your dreams and do whatever you want to do. But if you have God's mighty power wearing it like an armor, you'll deal with whatever you have to deal with because you know God is on your side. You hear me? Make sure you follow the commandments and do whatever you have to do. Make sure it's kingdom. If it's not kingdom, then I want it. Alright. So y'all have a good day. I have to get back to all my things that I have to do. You know, I'm a busy woman. So I pray for every one of y'all. I pray the Lord will guide you, encourage you, inspire you to follow him. Because me know there's a Lord out there for real. Woke me up this morning. And put me on my way. Let me tell you. It's been a tough month. But God wakes me up full of energy. But. 
There's certain things I have, always have to say, Lord, give me some strength, you know. Give me some mental strength. Because there are some people out there, you know, negative. They know better, but they don't do better. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. Because let me tell you, when you figure it out, but you figure it out too late, years pass by and you're like, I could have, would have done this and that. No. When you know better, you should do better. All right. So this is my podcast for this time, you know. Wow. (laughs) It's Saturday. So I will be putting another podcast show out for next week. So I will have approximately two at the most episodes a week. And I appreciate everyone listening. You can always check me out on Spotify and Anchor. And I have a Facebook page called Resurrected for a Reason. You can go ahead and join that page. I will be posting every episode on there. And God bless you. Later on today, I will post a prayer directed to helping you solve your problems. And I pray that every single one of you realize your potential. Don't let someone tell you you can't do something, you know. Because only God has the right to say that. Not no one on this earth. You are in this world, but you are not of this world. So God bless y'all. Take it easy. Go through your problems. Even if you have to buy a little notebook, get the notebook, write it out. Write out your progress. Even get a journal. Write down how you're feeling. And don't be ashamed to get counseling. If you need counseling, get it. Because I honestly think counseling and prayer and Bible study, very good combination. Alright, so y'all take it easy. And today is a good day. This is Gloria TP5 from Resurrected for a Reason. Peace and love, y'all. Okay.